Welcome to another episode of Chin Check. This week we got all the action from Invicta Phoenix Rising 3. I mean, we had the tournament fight and then the Bantamweight Championship fight. That happened on Friday. Then on Saturday we had UFC 248. We had some good fights. We had a bit of a turkey of a fight, but we also had probably one of the greatest motherfucking fights we have ever seen. So let's sit back and get this shit popping, people. Well, what a good way to start off a weekend of fighting action. Invicta had their third Phoenix Rising event, which was headlined by um, Jujia Stolarenko against Lisa Vazola for the bantamweight title. And... um, yeah, like if you haven't seen any of the previous Phoenix events, oh, you have been missing out on some fun for sure. Uh, so it start the draw first started with Kerry Kennison against Serena De La Zeus. Um, and um, yeah, Kennison. Yo, she came out and she went straight for the takedown. You know, she lands, um, lands it with ease, but Dea Zeus gets up quickly and um, lands shots in the clinch. Whilst Kennison is, um, you know, she's throwing some knees, but you get the sense that Dea Zeus is coming out on top with the exchange. You know, uh, because, yeah, she's just really kind of winning the dirty boxing on the inside. She's coming with elbows, uppercuts, and it just looks like she's um, stunned Kennison a couple of times. Um in the um, separation, Kennison is, um, you know, she's throwing kicks, but, you know, has um, has her legs swept. Dezus uh, gets, um, you know, she gets on top of the takedown and, and lands some uh, ground and pound, you know. 
Kennison gets up, but Zeus has her on the fence and just landing like some real nice shots. Kennison, after a while, she's able to separate. She gets a late takedown. Um, you know, gets gets back just before the buzzer. Um, but Deus reverses it, and as the fight ends, you know, Deus is on top, which is only fair because, like. You know what I mean? Deus definitely looked like, yeah, she had that fight. And, um, yeah, she gets the decision win. Um, and because, look, if, so if you don't know, um, because of the rules, right? So you can fight a maximum of five rounds, you know, in one night. So... The um the quarter and the semi-finals are one round each, which then allows for the final to be three rounds. Okay. So the next draw we had it's um Claire Guthrie against Taylor Um Gardedo, who She's making a pro um, debut. You know, she had a a really good amateur record, nine and one, but you know, then stepped away for, from the sport for whew, I think it's eight years. Uh, you know, decided to um, make a comeback a couple of years ago, and yeah, tonight she makes her debut. So is it was interesting to see what could happen here. Uh, and straight away, Gardido, you know, she she goes in to um get Guffrey. But you know, Guffrey nearly te- you know she um yeah, it's a weird exchange on the fence and Guffrey like kind of makes a jump kind of thing and and nearly takes Gardido's back before um Gardido eventually gets her down. You know, but Guffrey, you know, she throws the um legs up for a triangle, uh but Gardido fights it off. Landing some nice body shots. Uh, the ref stands them. Um, which, you know, I don't really agree with. Um, yeah, so the backup. And um, Gardino, you know, she gets a real nice hip toss takedown. Uh, doesn't hold it long. But. Um, you know, she's, um, got Guthrie on the fence, and she's, uh, landing some real nice knees, yeah, and that's how the fight ends, uh, so Guthrie gets the win, yeah, which is pretty impressive, yeah, seems the fact she was away for so long, you know what I mean, um, Right, so next up is 
Hmm. Uh, Julia Ottolini against Hope Chase. Um, yeah, so Chase is, oh man, Chase is unloading just fury on Ottolino, you know, landing and uh, rocking her. It, it's just crazy. Ottolino, you know, gets her to the fence, but Chase just throws several unanswered elbows, and Ottolini is hurt, Chase takes Ottolini down, lands a few, but Ottolini, you know, she throws up, um, like, one attempt, then gets in on an armbar, like, Chase, you know, she stays calm, fights it off, But then Ottolino goes for a triangle, right, Chase escapes that, and then um, after a while, they're back on the feet, and Chase continues throwing heat at Ottolino, knocking her, her chin around like it's a pinball, there was just moments, and you'd think, is the ref going to jump in here, this is crazy, you know what I mean? It was, it was just looking kind of brutal. Like, um, and yeah, Chase gets a very dominant win. It, it, it was just, whoo. But the thing with it, Chase, yo, she threw so much in this fight that you wonder how it's going to affect her in the semifinals. That was the, you know, I mean, the, just a big takeaway from this one. Um, so the last fight in the quarterfinals, we've got uh, Tanisha Tennant against um, Brittany Victoria. Uh, and um. Yeah, like Victoria, you know, she's pushing forward. Um, whilst you know, Tenon is is look, you know, she's um, yeah, looking to um counter everything that's coming at her. Like um, yeah, Tenon is she's throwing a few leg kicks, but. Not really enough volume at the start, right? Um, Victoria, you know, she's coming forward with pressure, but Tennant is just catching her every time. Every time she's coming forward and hurts her with a real nice left. You know, then, um, you know, so then Tennant comes forward making Victoria... Just, whew, just stagger all over the place a couple of times. Like, she doesn't, you know, maintain this pressure for long, though. She goes back to um, the countering. And, uh, yeah, just... Landing just at range, you know, it just 
every time Victoria just tries anything. You know, Victoria just can't get inside, can't do anything, get past that, just that long-ass reach of Tennant, man. Um, Tennant, you know, she she's landing a few nice uppercuts, knees in the clinch, and again rocks Victoria towards the end of the fight. Like... At the beginning, you're you're kind of thinking Victoria might have this. She's pressing forward. Tennant isn't really throwing a lot. But, like, Tennant just got into her stride and then just controlled everything. Yeah, it it was just, whoo, crazy, man. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, that's the um, that's the quarterfinals, people. Okay, so with these things, you get a couple of a couple of reserve fights in case you know someone can't make it to the next round. So the first one of these, we have a um, Flory. Um, Niamutu Mula against Kelly Clayton. Uh, and um, yeah, <laughs> oh man, like Niamutu Mula, you know, she's looking to apply pressure, but her chin is so high, you know, I mean, she's just coming forward very upright. So, yeah, Clayton sees this and is just going straight for it. She's just lighting her up, man. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, it looks like she's rocked her. Like, um, Nuremata Muller, you know, she gets in and tries for a takedown, but she can't land it, you know? She's, um... Yeah, it's just not great. She's, uh, you know, she's not, she just can't hit it, right? Um, Yeah, so, you know, the action is, it's kind of flip-flopping a bit, right? Uh, You know what I mean? Just for the next few minutes, but close to the end. Clayton gets a takedown, takes the back, and sinks in a rear naked choke. Literally 10 seconds before the end of the fight. And, uh, yeah, once it's in, whew, Nurmisa Muller just, yeah, there's nothing she can do. Just has to tap. So, um, yeah, not a bad victory for Clayton, really. Uh, so then the next fight, we've got Morgan Hickman against Mitzi Mary. And, um, yeah, they, uh, they come out a little cautious. But then Mary, you know, uses her range to tag Hickman. Just, whew, at will with the jab, you know what I mean, like, 
Mary gets um, Yeah, Mary gets Hickman against the fence They reversed position a bit You know, it's a bit back and forth And, um, they, you know, Mary lands some nice elbows over the top And then some um, cool Travis Brown-esque elbows When um, Hickman, you know, she goes for a takedown You know, um, she eventually does get it You know, she does land it But, uh, yeah, Mary, she... Um, Throws her legs up for a triangle And From there She you know, goes in On an armor platter Which you know, She uses To um, sit up And reverse So now she's on top You know um, She takes the back And sees out Basically, the rest of the round trying to sink in a rear naked choke. So, um, yeah, Mitzi and Mary takes that one. So, yeah, like our two fighters in reserve, Kelly Clayton and Mitzi Mary. So, we now go to the semi finals, and um, yeah. First up is Taylor Godido against Serena Deus. Yo, and um, yeah, Guadido, she comes out throwing some uh, some real big shots. You know what I mean? But Deus, you know, catches her in the face with a real nice push kick. Woo! Definitely. Um, Yes, yeah, stops Guadido in her tracks for a little bit. Uh, it seems that Guadido is um, using her size, though, to bully Deo Zeus on the fence. You know, uh, when they break away, Deo Zeus is, like, she's using her kicks well. You know, which, um, yeah, and they're, they're landing nicely, you know. Um, next time they're up against the fence, Deizu seems the aggressor, um, and she's landing some nice knees and over the top elbows. Sherry, like it's a really close fight, but yeah, the judges, yeah, the judges give this to um Guayadio, you know, but boy. It was close, you know what I mean? Uh, um, definitely a really good showing from Deus, you know, which is like we we really see some growth from her first Invicta fight. So yeah, like you know, she doesn't win, but she's had a good night for sure. Uh, the next semi final, we've got Hope Chase. Against Tanisha Tennant um, And um, Yeah it starts off They both seem to be sizing each other up You know Looking Looking for those openings Like Tennant She's using her T 
heat kick to um to find a range. Chase, she goes in for a takedown, but Tennant, she stuffs it. And stuffs it pretty easily. You know, and now Tennant is just hitting and moving. You know, just really utilizing her jab. Landing some elbows, like, to fault the takedown. Like, just great movement. You know, just to get out of any trap that Chase is trying to implement. No, it, yeah, she's doing some real nice work. You know? Chase is, you know, she's trying to get in and um, just bring the pressure. But she's just... Not able to land anything, you know, because Tennant is keeping it at range and, um, yeah, just stifling anything that Chase is trying to do and just, yeah, easily squashing any takedown attempt. And this just looked extremely easy for Tennant, you know what I mean? Just Man, yeah, she she just coasted this one. So um, yeah, it looks like our final is gonna be um, yeah, Tenant against Gardido. Um, and uh, so to give the girls a little bit of a breather, our next fight is um. Liana uh, Pearson against Kay Hansen. So this is the uh, you know the um, the feature feature fight, and um, yeah, definitely a good one. You know, um, Pearson is um, she's pushing pushing a jab out. You know, just trying to uh, touch Hansen. Um, but, you know, Hansen, she uh, swoops in, gets a really nice body lock takedown, and instantly gets the back, you know, gets the back and tries for a rear naked choke. You know, just like, so nice 10th planet jujitsu there. Um, Pearson, you know, she, she manages to escape. She gets up. But uh, Hansen gets another takedown, you know, and um, yeah, Hansen, you know, she controls, controls most of the round on top. Like Pearson gets up at uh, the, you know, round about the end of the round, just for Hansen to land another takedown at the buzzer. So, um. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a handsome round, man. Second round starts, and um, yeah, it's just like the first, you know. Pearson using a jab, Hanson gets the takedown. You know, Pearson gets up, but Hanson is extremely persistent, gets another takedown, and just controls everything from there. So third round, and um, again, Pearson pushing forward, 
but Anton gets her. Boy, it's the easiest takedown of the fight, essentially. Like um, Pearson, she she gets up in a um, uh, in a transition. Um, Hanson, whoo, she goes for a takedown. A bit of a mess. She flubs it. You know what I mean? So Pearson is on top. Hanson reverses it, but Pearson does the same. And then stands up because she's just like, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do not want any of her ground game. And Pearson, you know, she needs something big. But she needs a stoppage to win this fight. And she knows it. Right? So, um, Hanson, She's just like she knows the best route to victory. So she um yeah, she's up, manages to get another takedown. Um Pearson, you know, she um Yeah, she tries for a couple of submissions. But Hanson is always a step ahead. She never looks like she's in um any sort of danger here, you know, uh, and, yeah, just kind of pretty much just seize out the round with, with kind of ease, really, so, um, yeah, a great, a great victory for Hanson, you know, so, um, yeah, that was fun, that was fun, and, um, and now we get to move on to our final fight. <laughs> okay, so now first it's the final of the Phoenix tournament. Tanisha Tennant against Taylor Gardido. And um yeah, this one starts with Tennant utilizing great movement. Yo, she's, yeah, just using lateral movement, just getting away from Gardido's rushes, just nice. Yo, Gardido, she is, man, she is really loading up, trying to land a power shot on Tenant and end this one. But, you know... Tennant is attacking with kicks. Just, yeah, just keeping Gardino at bay. At bay, even. Um, I think an issue here is that Gardino, when she's attacking, she's only throwing one punch. And, um, yeah, Tennant is able to read it, avoid it, move, and tag Gardino. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like she's just become a little predictable. Um, yeah, like the way around it, she needs to throw combinations. You know, so she might not land the first one. Maybe not the second one, but hey, land the third. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that that's how it is, really. Um, 
But at one point, Gardido races in. You know, um, she gets gets Tennant against the fence with a clinch, tries to take her down, but Tennant just shrugs it off, and um, yes, yeah, sees out the round just jabbing the hell out of Gardido. Uh, second round, and um, Gardido, you know, she's pushing forward. But Tennant continues to use her range, movements, and kicks. Uh, Gaudio does land a nice body kick. You know, she she's doing more this round. But Tennant is still controlling it. And um, kind of just having her way. You know? Uh, so... We're at the last round, the third round. Gardillo clearly needs a stoppage. You know, but um Yeah, so I think Gardillo needs that stoppage, but Tennant she's just jabbing the hell out of her. Just jabbing her using the movement, and just making this look easy, you know, and, uh, yeah, everything, it ends, Galeo was just, just always a step ahead, always a step ahead, never looked in any trouble, just kind of takes it with ease, really, you know, like, but you, I, you know, that's the thing. You have to give Gardillo props because, yeah, she's been out of the game for so long. So to be able to come back and get to the final, the Phoenix tournament, that's just good. You know what I mean? It's really good. But so props to both girls, really. Uh, so our final fight, this one for the bantamweight title. We got Lisa Vazoza against Julia um, Stolarenko, um, who wants to be the uh, first Lithuanian champion. So things start, and Stolarenko comes out with two, like, kind of Superman punches, but not quite. You know, um, she lands a head kick that stuns Vazosa, but gets dropped running in um, to finish things off. Uh, now, like, you know, she's up and they're trading. Um, Stalienko, though, she gets a takedown. Goes for her armbar. You know, Vazola is able to escape. Um, you know, Vazola, she, she's showing a lot of grit. A lot of grit. But, yeah, Stolarenko is just, she's pushing the pace. And um, when there's a takedown... You know, she's just attacking with submissions. 
man, so yeah, Stolarenko just takes this round, man, you know, second round, and um, the pace has dropped off, pace has definitely dropped off, not as crazy this round, and, you know, there, there seems to be a lot of caution with both fighters, um, but, hey, you know, doesn't last long, um, Stolarenko, you know, she's sitting down on the shots, you can see that, you know, she's trying to, I, it looks like she's just trying to knock, uh, Vizosa out, uh, and I think she saw the success she was having in the first, so she really wants to try and ramp that up a bit. Um, yeah, like uh, starring coach, she she gets in on a clinch, pulls guard, and attacks with an armbar. For Zola, you know, she escapes. And Storenko, you know, she tries to, in a body roll, to get in on the leg, maybe go for a heel hook, who knows, but it's just, um, interesting, you know, what, uh, Storenko is prepared to do and how she's trying to implement that, um, but yeah, I think, the round ends, it's like, you know, pretty much how it's just been going, you know, Stolarenko is, um, yeah, just doing a thing, man, landing, landing kicks and punches, and Vizola, she's just on the back foot, so it's a bit surprising when the judges give Vizola that round, so going into the third, it's one all, I, and, I, I don't know, I, I did feel that Stolarenko won that round, you know what I mean, um, but yeah, going into the third, and we definitely, definitely see that, um, Vizola has got a lot more confidence now, you know, she, she's really kind of boosted from the way she, yeah, the way she kind of came back that last round, um, so yeah, Vizola, yeah, she's like landing some nice shots, you know, definitely landing some nice shots, but we, we've got a slower pace of a fight, so, but now, you know, they're just trying to, um, Trying to land, trying to do damage. You know, it's, it's very much back and forth for a bit. Um, yeah, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a funny one. But Storenko starts to utilize her kicks, and um, she she hits. Fazola with a couple stepping elbows, one of them just, man, opens a huge cut on Fazola's forehead, and blood is just streaming out, it is 
crazy. So your eyes goes dead. Man, it's just so bloody. You're thinking the doctor might just stop this one. Luckily, he doesn't. And um, we get two more rounds. Two more rounds of just back and forth. Crazy. They are just really fighting. Stolarenko's face gets blooded. Like that canvas is just soaked in blood. Um, but yeah, I think Stolarenko just had a bit more. Just had a bit more. And it's I think really it came down to the fact that Sorenko just had more of a variety in her attacks. Just more variety in the attacks. That I think that's what it was. Um, so, yeah, she takes the round. She takes, well, she takes the last two rounds and is the new bantamweight title. This was, man, this was a fun night of fights. A fun night of fights. A good Friday night, man. So, uh. Yeah, that's that. Looking forward to the next Invicta event, people. Yo, people, UFC 248. This event had, well, it it had a fight that didn't quite go as anyone had envisioned, but we also had one of the best goddamn fights we have ever seen inside the octagon. Wow. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. This was taking place at uh, the T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. We had Anik, Cormier and Rogan... At the announce table. And it was 11 bouts. So things started uh, in the bantamweight division. We had um, Dana Batgarel against Guido Canetti. So, yeah, this was in the early prelims. And, yeah, Canetti, in the first round, he lands, man, some a, a real heavy leg kick that spins Bagatra um, to the ground. And just a hard kick. Uh, but... Beretto is um gets up and just really coming for it, trying to land something big, you know. He's um getting the odd hook, but Canetti is throwing knees up the middle and um and T kicks as well to keep to yeah, to keep uh back Batgirl at bay. Uh, just. Yeah. Like. 
utilizing lateral movement as well to uh, you know get out of the way of things. It's a it's a bit of a scrappy fight, right? Bit of a scrappy fight. But you you know you feel someone is gonna land something big at any moment. It's just one of those one of those things, man. Um yeah, Batgirl is um is pushing forward. Pushing forward. Uh they they circle and as as Kanati um Yo, slightly turns Batgirl lands a left hook that puts his lights out. Just oh, vicious, man. Real, just vicious, you know? And um, yeah, a great win for Batgirl. We then go to um, the uh, featherweight division, 145. And we've got Jamal Emmers against Giga Kadatsky. And, um, yeah, Kadatsky is showing his um, just... Ah, diverse kicking game, you know, and um, catching Emmers with a big left that looks like it hurt him. You know what I mean? Emmers, Emmers is is looking for a way in, but has um, yeah, has landed some counter shots. Slanted some counter shots, but Chigitsky, you know, just seems to be getting the better of things this round. So, you know, it, yeah, he, he, he's getting a slight edge. Um, yeah, Kadetsky is man, just looking on point, looking on point, man, you know what I mean? On the buzzer, he he also lands a spinning, I don't know, I'm not quite sure what kind of kick it is, but it was just very effective, let's just say that. Um, Second round, and Chigeski, you know, comes, comes and takes the centre, you know, throwing kicks. All of that good stuff. Emmers doesn't take a step back though. And they're um oh man, they're getting busy here. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's looking looking like a fun ass fight. Um Yeah, so they're exchanging as they kind of break off. Emma's lands a, a real powerful takedown. Man, it was just a hard-ass takedown. But Chigetsky reverses it, which is... You don't expect that. <laughs> you know, like, on the feet of Chigetsky, yeah, he's going to do his thing. But if he goes to the ground, whoo! But yeah, it shows a really nice reversal. 
which yeah definitely impressive and from that he he lands um yeah a couple of nice shots uh emma's yo know, he's um trying to land another takedown but yeah kadgetsky catches um yeah catches and stifles it he then, you know what I mean, they, they engage again, and, um, yeah, Chigeski stands, looks like he stuns Emma's, um, yeah, uh, so, we have Chigeski trying to, trying to get in there and possibly end things, um, yeah, so he, he he's just closing that gap, Coming with the pressure, Evans is is just really looking to up the pace. Really looking to up the pace. It's a better round for Evans, but I don't know he could be down too going into the third. Right, so yeah, third round starts and Evans is um, yeah, striking has just. It really seems to have tightened up, and he he's looking fresh and confident. Where Chigitsky is looking tired, um, but you know, he's he's throwing. Yeah, he he's just throwing a little bit cautious. Um, I don't know, like he he's coming with the pressure though. But um, yeah, just not. He's not looking the same this round, you know. What I mean? Um, but he he has landed some heavy shots. But you you think Emma's is the fresher of the fighters, you know? He he's the one that's looking a little bit sharper. Um. But yeah, Emma's, you know, he, he goes goes in, gets a takedown, and um yeah, closes the round strongly with some real heavy ground and pound. You know, so it's like it is a close fight, but you kind of feel Chigeski took the first two rounds. So even though that third round was very close, yeah, this this was just looking like it was just going the way as expected, and um, Gigi gets another win. Um, yeah, he he does look decent, does look decent there, but you just want you just hope that he's um. Yeah, just kind of working on that stamina a bit. You know, because he, he did seem to start to slow. Did seem to start to slow. But, you know, hey, gets another nice win. Right? So, um, next fight is at middleweight and seems a bit of a grudge affair. So, we've got Darren Wynn. 
who's um you know aka with Daniel Cormier uh and he's fighting Gerald Mershart uh so Thingstar and Win he's coming forward but man Mershart just has that reach on him and um yeah it, it it's a just a huge advantage you know what I mean when he does get a um a great takedown uh but he lets um Mershot back up right Mershot lands a, a a nice knee as um Win is coming in but uh yeah Win is throwing and connecting with some real fastball overhand shots. Like, it is a close round. But, I don't know. I kind of had win. Um, Yeah, win with this one. So, we go into the second round. And, um, yeah, I like both are having their moments. You know? Um, yeah, they're just, like, utilising the jabs, and just landing some nice shots, kind of all it takes, people, all it takes, um, but, but, you know, win, he's just got such a short reach, that it is very impressive that he's able to uh, touch my shot as much as he is, you know. Uh, so yeah, going into the third round, and um, Mershot, he's um, yeah continuing, you know, his focus to landing on the body, which kind of yeah, it kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. But Wynn knows he needs something. And and he's pushing forward. Which is like... Yeah, that's how it should be, man. You know? Really just trying to let everything out. Um, but yeah, like... Um, Mershot, he, he, he's coming forward. Like... Just some real nice attacks. Real nice attacks. But um yeah, he he lands a big right, followed with a left that um Yeah, they, that's win, you know, and and he rocks Mershot. But uh Mershot he's just utilizing the, the reach that hold things at bay so we can get his senses back to him. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's a fun fight. It's a fun fight. In an exchange, Mershot lands a hook that definitely rocks win. Um, he follows that up with just more punches, more punches. Um, Wind goes down And Merchot grabs the back And sinks in that rear naked 
So, uh, yeah, all done, people. All done. Okay, so now we're staying at middleweight. And we have Rodolfo Vieira against um, Sapabeg Safarov. Um, yeah, try saying that on repeat. Woo! Uh, so, yeah, this fight... Man, it starts with a little bit back and forth, you know what I mean? Then Safarov, he um, he tags Vieira with a um, with a T. <laughs> oh man, this is just a a sweet like sweet kick smack on the chin. Vieira's rocked. Oh man, Vieira is definitely rocked. But he he he's you know seems to go into auto and goes straight for the takedown, you know, um, yeah, just on instincts I'd suspect, man. Safaroz he um uses a wither to immediately um get up. Vieira though you know he's very tenacious, gets another takedown. And is um, straight away going for the back. Um, which, you know, it's Rodolfo Barrera, Jiu-Jitsu whiz. So, obviously, he gets the back. Uh, Safarov is able to turn, though, and get his back to the mat. Which must have been a huge relief for him. But, you know, Vieira is now in mount. Um, he quickly transitions to a head and arm choke, um, and just, whew, man, you know, he, he's just really just controlling the angles, controlling the angles, you know, putting in that squeeze, and Safarov has nothing he can do, nothing he can do but tap, so yeah, this is a great, great win for Rivera, especially because it looked like he, just looked like he was hurt, man, looked like he was hurt early, but yeah, survived, and did his thing. Uh, so great win. Um, th- right now we dropped to lightweight, and we got Austin Hubbard against Mark O. Madsen. And um, yeah, this looks like it could be a uh, interesting fight. So it starts off, and um, yeah, Hubbard he lands a. Um, yeah, nice leg kick on Madsen. Um, but, you know what I mean? Madsen, he um, gets inside and lands a... Oh, man, it was so vicious. He just lands a huge suplex. You know what I mean? Um, then just using a... Um, yeah, just, just just using just some great 
great, um, you know, just great technique, gets on top, and um, he's just putting the, the pressure and everything on Hubbard, just looking to drain him, um, Hubbard, he he's eventually gets up, but Madsen, and he lands another, just another great takedown, this time it's belly to belly, you know, and, um, yeah, so he, um, just starts to just do his thing, just starts to do his thing, like they, um, get back to the feet, I think Madsen now looks like he's starting to slow, you know, starting to slow a little, but he he's able to just control the rest of the round, you know what I mean, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Madsen, like, goes forward, uh, so second round, and Oh, Madsen gets an early takedown, which is you can feel definitely is a good look for him. Um, so yeah, he he gets the takedown, um, and he's just able to put in some work on Hubbard, you know, and and just control controlling things for a while. But then Hubbard gets up, um. Not bef- long before Madsen gets another takedown. You know what I mean? Hubbard just isn't having an easy time of things. Um, but but he, he gets up again and um, goes back to the leg kicks. Which were definitely serving him well, you know? And, uh, yeah, he's able to hit O'Madson with a few nice shots. Um, yeah, Hubbard comes... Yeah, Hubbard, oh, Hubbard corner... <laughs> Hubbard's... Like, so, the round ends and Hubbard's corner... I don't know. Like, the advice they were giving didn't really seem... It just, I don't know, like, they telling him to pull the trailer, the trigger, like, empty the tank, but I don't know, it, it just felt like they need to give him a bit more advice on how to do some of this stuff, you know, uh, but third round, and um, Hubbard goes for a jumping knee, so... Hey, you know that he, he's really, he knows he's down. So he, he's going for it. He's trying to stop things. But, um, yeah, O'Madson, he gets a takedown. Can't hold it, though. Can't hold it. Um, and as O'Madson is going for another takedown, Hubbard lands and a real nice knee on his chin. Oh, so I really like it is you very surprised that um O'Madson is able to stay on his feet. You know? 
Um, so yeah, Hubbard is now attacking the body, really just pressing the action. Um, Madsen's able to land a takedown, uh, but Hubbard gets up again and goes at him, just goes, just throwing everything into it. You know, in attacking with elbows, some like trying to land some big shots, some kicks. But it's just not enough. And O'Madson gets out the round, gets out the round and gets the win. But he has been in a fight for sure. You know, I mean, definitely a tough fight. And he, I'd say he's tough fight. In um, the UFC But now it's the um, main event of the prelims We've got Jose Alberto Quineras Against Sean O'Malley Sean O'Malley is back Man, he, He's saying it's O'Malley 2.0 And um, yeah it's going to be interesting to see if he can make a dent in this bantamweight division that is just looking kind of crazy right now with the amount of talent that's in there. Um, and so, yeah, things start, and O'Malley is um, using his kick straight away, knocking Quineris down with a um, real nice push kick. You know what I mean? O'Malley is looking really composed. Just loose and composed, man. Uh, which is impressive since the fact he's been away for two friggin' years. You know what I mean? Um, Quineris is pushing forward, looking for an opening. Trying to land um, something big. When O'Malley throws a kick, Quineris, um, yeah, Quineris, like, oh, he's, um, man, he's kind of all over the place, you know, all over the place, um, really, but O'Malley, man, he, he takes... Man, it's just so good, you know. Like, um, hmm. Hold on, I have a lost or my my trainer fall. <laughs> okay, so yes, O'Malley lands a head kick. Like, definitely looking good. Quineris comes in because he 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 feels he's rocked. He's trying for a takedown. O'Malley tosses him off into the fence, right? Um, and so he he's, goes into the fence. He kind of goes down to one knee. And, um, yeah, he's stunned, right? So as he's getting up, O'Malley moves in, landing a jab, then a head kick, uppercut. Quineris is hurt, really hurt, he's, um, 
yeah, he kind of goes down to the canvas. O'Malley swoops in with a couple of hammer fists. Ref, nothing he can do stops the fight. Just, man, this is the perfect return to action for O'Malley. It's like, whoa, it's so impressive, so big, man. You you can see how elated. Yo, just ah, oh, it's crazy, man. It was such a good, such a great performance. You know what I mean? And just a perfect way to yeah end the prelims and lead into that main card. Okay, so the main card starts. With um a fight at welterweight between Max Griffin and Alex Oliveira. So, first round starts and Griffin comes out fast. But Oliveira isn't phased and he's looking to implement his jab and front kick to tag Griffin as he comes in. Uh, Griffin catches Oliveira with a hook. Oliveira ties him up because he is a little rocked, definitely a little rocked, but yeah, he ties up Griffin and takes him down, Um, Oliveira is able to stifle Griffin and um, get up after a while, Uh, but Griffin gets another takedown just before the end of the round, virtually on the buzzer, um, yeah, Oliveira gets up just in time and lands a knee on Griffin, so yeah, definitely an interesting first round, second round starts and um, Griffin is pushing forward again, you know, I think especially after having the knee land um, in the first, you know. So, yeah. Um, he's pushing forward. Ele- Oliveira, though, starts attacking with leg kicks. Um, you know, he also lands an uppercut that busts Griffin. Aye, man, like blood is just pouring everywhere. It's just, whoa. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, they're both, they're both landing heavy shots, you know, um, but you definitely feel that the leg kicks that Oliveira has been throwing is affecting Griffin's movement, you know, um, Griffin is coming in, like, head down a lot, which is really odd, you know, I don't know if he's trying to protect his eye, but yeah, that's what's happening. Um, so, this, I don't know, this really, um, this round really changed with the cut. You know, because Griffin wasn't looking too bad at first, but yo, as soon as he gets cut, yeah, Oliveira just seemed to take over. You know, so I'd, I'd say that it could possibly be 1-1 going into the third. You know, so third round, and um, Oliveira is mixing things up with the kicks. 
Right, they're both exchanging um, takedown attempts. Eventually, Oliveira gets his though, um, and Oliveira gets mount. Um, Griffin, you know, reverses, gets on top, but you know, the end of the round, you you have to give it to um, Oliveira, and uh, that's what the judges feel as well. You know, Oliveira gets the win. Um, so next fight, uh, we're staying in the welterweight division, and we've got Jingling Lee against Neil Magny. Um, and yeah, I think like um, you know, first round they're feeling each other out a bit, you know. Magni is using his range though, you know, he's, he's, he's doing a real good job with that, um, Lee goes for a takedown, um, but, you know, not really able to get it, um, on the break, he catches and stuns Magni though, uh, but, you know, Magni, he, he really shows his experience because he's able to, um, you know, keep, um, keep his wits about him and get, and get some Lee with a takedown. Uh, they get up, trade some. Lee gets a takedown again, can't hold it, and Magni lands uh, numerous jabs before the round ends. So definitely a close round. Second round, Magni is having um, he's having a real surge, you know, like straight away he comes with a jab and a jumping knee. Uh, the pressure he's bringing in the clinch too, knees, elbows, he's like overwhelming Lee, you know, he um, also gets three takedowns, you know, Magni's on fire this round, it's, yeah, like, he didn't have a terrible first round, but this, woo, god damn, uh, so third round, um, Lee's pushing forward, you know, he didn't have a good second round, uh, you know, so he, I think he knows he needs to do something, because he might have lost the first as well, who knows, um, like, Magni is falling back to, um, utilising his long reach this round, just firing out that jab, you know, lighting Lee up, um, he um, also gets a takedown and is um, just landing a lot of ground and pound on Lee. Just, yeah, <laughs> it was a great round for Magni. And it's, it's weird, like, after the first round, which, again, like, it wasn't terrible, but he gets caught, you know. But he handled himself well. But from that first round, second round onwards, he's kind of flawless, you know? 
He he really, I think he just came out and made a statement that, you know, he might have been away for a couple of years, but don't sleep on Neil Magny, people. Do not sleep on Neil Magny. You know what I mean? Uh, so next up. Oh, man. This was always going to be a good fight. So we dropped to lightweight. And uh, we've got Dakar close against Benal Deharouche. Ah, and yeah, you just just have a big feeling that this was going to be a great fight. And people, it did deliver. Yes. So in the first round, like, both land big shots. You know what I mean? They got firing at each other. Um, like, close, he lands a hook. Dayush, he lands a um, a back kick. Um, now, Dayush gets in and, um, you know, he gets in on close. But, um, you know, close lands a takedown. Um, you know, uh, he can't hold it. And as close is getting up, Dariush takes him back, takes his back. So he jumps on the back, he throws on a, um, um, oh God, just, uh, I can't think of the name of the friggin' lock, but he, you know, he, like a triangle lock, um, around the middle, you know what I mean? Um, so he, he's doing that and he's holding this position for, I don't know, like three minutes, and so I think the big thing is, you know, like, what's going to happen the next round? Like, is he tiring out his legs? Like, he's trying for the rear naked, the rear naked choke. But, you know, close. Hey, he's no slouch when it comes to jitsu. So he's, he's fighting it off. So now we go to the second round. Um... And close, like, he comes with leg kicks, you know, thinking Darius might be compromised. And looking at it, Darius does look a little stiff. Uh, Darius throws his own kick. Um, he moves in and close tags him. Oh, and Darius is rocked. Close Follows that up with a couple more. Um, as Close moves in for the kill, Darius tags him. It's just like, what the hell is going on here? Oh, man. Like, and, yo, Darius caught him Nice, because Close is on shaky legs, you know what I mean, he's just all over the place, Darius comes in, um, you know, pushing forward, throwing just, man, loads of fire, you know what I mean, um, then he, uh, 
yeah, he just kind of lands a, uh, what do you do? He's like um, kind of a body kick. Um, he kind of shoves Darry um, close as well uh, and throws a huge overhand left and close goes out. Out cold, man. It was... It was a crazy end to a fight because you thought that Darius was done. Close had tagged him, man. Close tagged him. And yeah, it you you really think that yo, he's he's finished. But yeah, close, he came in a little too reckless, wasn't defending himself. And yeah, Darius, man, Steve Smithed him. <laughs> Yo, it was uh, that was a crazy fight. It's a crazy fight and a great way to lead into our co-main event. Oh man, co-main event fight! It was for the strawweight title. We have Weili Zhang against Juana Jonjacek. Oh, 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 and so it's like you know what I mean. Can your Jacek dethrone Zhang? You know, that's the question, right? Um, because, like, a lot of people are, are doubting Joanna, thinking, like, she might be done. She might be done. And you think about everything, right? This could possibly be her last chance at the bell, right, so, first round, um, and, yeah, we've, we've got a kickboxing fight, essentially, you know, a lot of leg kicks, and, um, calf kicks, you know what I mean, they're really going kick heavy, like, I think the difference, though, is the power, you know, John Jacek, yo, she's connecting nicely, but Wei Li, yo, oh, damn, man, Wei Li just, man, like, her shots, they, you know, when they land, they kind of push, Jun Jacek back, you know, they, they make a, a, a real impact, um, yeah, Whaley is, um, he, he's showing it around the Ido, because John Jacek has been, yo, just throwing that jab out, right, so, um, yeah, it was a, definitely a good first round, a lot of back and forth, they, they yo, these girls were going at it. Second round, Junjacek, you know, she's using the leg kicks, you know, to good effect early. Like, Whaley goes for a takedown, Junjacek stuffs it, they clinch, and Junjacek lands a real nice knee. They both land elbows over the top. You know what I mean? Whaley lands a big right. Which you think Junjacek may have um, may have been stunned by, but if she was, she recovered 
quickly. You know what I mean? So Whaley looks like she um, got stunned as well by a head kick. Um, you know, Jen Jacek storms her. Um, yeah, t- at the end of the round, man, she really goes for it. So yeah, another good round. And the one thing that we've noticed, right? So I think the big question with this fight as well, right, was. Junjacek has combination. Junjacek has speed, but Whaley's got knockout power. And over these two rounds, Whaley has landed on Junjacek, but not. You know what I mean? She's weathered that storm. Like yeah, there was one moment you think, oh, did she stun her? But you know, she she was good. She was good. So this is. Really interesting. Really friggin' interesting. So third round, Junjacek is really bringing it. You know what I mean? Just, man. Just, you know what I mean? Just crazy, like, oh, man, just really bringing it. A crazy stance and um, staggering way Lee. That, um, you know, Whaley is, she's looking a little tired, you know what I mean, she, um, she tries for a takedown, can't land it, like, we are getting a war, a, just a straight up war, no one's taking a back step, alright, that's the crazy thing about it, no one is taking a back step, go, John J. Check is just like, I don't give a fuck, that you've got power, that you finish girls. I'm staying here and I'm bringing it to you. Fourth round. Oh, it's, um, they, they're not quite fighting in a phone booth, booth, but they are pretty much going at it in front of each other. You know what I mean? It's just some crazy ass shit. Like, both are landing, both have been stunned. Junjacek is, she just seems the fresher out of the two. It is an unbelievable fight. It really is. Because even though, like, Whaley's getting stunned, she's looking tired, she's still sticking in there. She's showing true grit. Because remember, this is the first time she has gone to the championship rounds. So fifth round, um, man, it's just no letting up. Just no letting up. You know, Whaley lands a hook that just busts Junjacek's nose. But then Junjacek repeatedly stuns Wei Li. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's, it's crazy And the other thing is Whaley's got a second wind Yo, she looked tired But now she's back It's like What is happening? Uh, like And we're getting to the end of the round Whaley goes for a spinning back fist Misses it And then Jacek Lands one of her own you know, just before the buzzer, it's 
Oh, man. It's bedlam. This was... I, it's just one of the most incredible fights you have ever seen. It is the best women's fight we have ever seen. But you, you, you think of other fights, like the men's fights. This is up there with some of the best of those. Do you mean this is hands down? A fight of the year contender. Like, you think of all the good fights we've seen so far this year. This beats them. This straight up beats them. So, you know what I mean? Like, they have really thrown down the gauntlet. Um, But, yeah, it, I, I'm kind of leaning on Jinjacek. You know, I, I feel Jinjacek eat this one out. It's a close-ass fight. Definitely a close-ass fight. They both brought it. You know, like... What would be fair? Just a draw. A draw would be fair. But, you know what I mean? Because they both fought such an incredible fight. You know, they both just turned up and did their thing. Um, I But... You know, I do feel Jin Jacek won it. Judges didn't. Like, it was a split decision. So, one judge gave it 49-48. Jin Jacek, another gave it 49-48. Wei Lee. And then the last gave it 49-48. Wei Lee. But, this was just insane. This was insane. And Wei Lee... She <laughs> was in a war. Both look battered. Like, Junjaychik's forehead is... Like, at one point, she had, like, an egg on her head. Then that egg just enveloped her whole forehead. It was insane. It was insane. So, yeah. This... Like, no one lost. You know what I mean? Yes. Whaley won the fight, she retained her belt, but Chunjaychik does not lose with this fight. Her credibility, everything is through the roof. She she put on one hell of a show. One hell of a show. And um yeah, night's not over <laughs> because we have got the middleweight belt fight. Israel Adesanya putting the belt on the line against Soldier of God, Joel Romero. So, oh man, you're in, you're just thinking, this is going to be some good shit. This is going to be a fight. Remember, that's what we said about um, Derek Lewis and Francis Ngannou. Yes, people. Yeah. It happened again. It really did. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, fucking dear. This was an odd one. It really was. Like, the first round started, and Romero is standing still. Like, literally just standing there. Not doing a thing. 
His guard is up And he's just standing there Now You know what he's doing He wants Adesanya To attack him So he can counter You know Wants Adesanya to come forward So then he can see an opening And capitalise But Adesanya He's not an idiot So he's just like Yeah that's not happening son I'm good So we Literally have A a, a standstill for Kind of like two minutes It was Bizarre So fucking bizarre Yeah Just Crazy Um but yeah, so that happened. <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, after a while um you know, Adesanya starts throwing out the jab. You know, they start finally to move. Adesanya's throwing out the jab um and a leg kick. You know, with a little bit of movement. Romero like he he didn't do much. But had the four big moments of the round, which is crazy. Like, um, he landed a heavy leg kick early on. Then he lands a big overhand from nowhere. Like, Adesanya's moving in and suddenly, yeah, out of nowhere, he just like a coiled frigging cobra. Romero just uncorks this shot that was crazy. And you're just like, fuck. You know, because you wondered, is it like, is he, is, is he going to put Adesanya down with it? Like, is it a knockout? No, Adesanya, yeah. He he survives it, man. He survives it, but yo, it was a heavy ass shot, for real. Uh, the third one, um, Romero he he hits a jumping back kick, and then he lands another hard leg kick. Yo, it was just an odd situation, like. But other than those four things, Romero doesn't do anything else. But, you know what I mean? Like, because Adesanya's throwing out the jab. He's doing a few little leg kicks. Not a lot, but a few. Like, there's not a whole lot happening this round, for sure. There's not a whole lot of volume. Adesanya's probably done more. But the significant shots come from Romero. So the question is, who the fuck do you give the round to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who do you give the round to? Like, te- you'd think, all right, we give it to Adesanya because he's coming forward. But, yeah, big shot, Romero. It's a tricky one. Second round, more's happening out of the gate. And um, Romero, he, he's, he's moving more. Adesanya lands a um a knee a kind of a weird knee kick kind of thing uh to Romero's midsection, but Romero counters with a huge left. 
Like, Adesanya's not phased, though. Which is, seems crazy, because it was such a big fucking shot. Uh, you know, he, he's throwing more kicks. He's throwing more kicks, which is, is good. But, you, but, yeah, Romero's not really checking them. And you're just thinking, like, yeah, he can't take too many of those fucking shots, man. You know what I mean? Um, he starts to block a few. But, like, his leg is getting... Oh, his leg's getting eaten up. But you can see Adesanya, he's getting loose now. You know what I mean? He's getting loose. He seems to be hitting his flow zone. Um, Romero hits a a nice calf kick that stumbles Adesanya. uh, And he he rushes him, gets him uh, against the fence and fires off some quick shots. Adesanya blocks him, though, for the most part. But Romero is having um, like memorable moments for the, for the judges, you know. So you're just wondering, like, what are they seeing? What's happening here? Hmm. Alessania, you know, he's um, he's landing some good leg kicks, right? He's landing some good leg kicks though. The third round. Adesanya is creating a lot of different angles, you know, a lot of different angles this round, um, and there's a lot of leg kicks and body kicks. Romero still lands some big shots, not as flashy, you know, not as flashy as the previous rounds. So you think this one is, this is a clear Adesanya round. Right, so fourth, fourth is odd, because um, Dan Mergliada, he's um, yeah, I just, like he's talking to them at the start and telling them that they need to do more. They need to fight. They're getting paid to fight. It's really weird. It's like you I've not seen a referee do this shit before. It's just not ma- like, you know, it's not Magiana's place to be doing this shit. It's just like, what's he doing, man? Yeah. But fight finally starts. Adesanya starts with a heavy leg kick. Romero gets an eye poke. So the fight stops her a bit. On the restart, he just, out of nowhere, suddenly rushes forward. And you think he lands a takedown. So he he gets Adesanya down. Adesanya's up right away. He's up right away. Then you kind of find out that that wasn't even counted as a takedown. Which is kind of odd. Because I kind of feel it was, but yeah. They they don't um judges don't count it as a takedown. Um but yeah, you know. Um but yeah that so that happens. Uh Romero, you know, he's rushing a lot this round. 
He's rushing a lot, but not landing. You know, Adesanya's using his movement and he's getting out of range. Uh, so, yeah. Um, you know, and the other thing is Romero's right leg is mashed up. It's a mess. It's a mess. And so Adesanya's just targeting it now. You know what I mean? So we're going into the fifth round. And you kind of think Romero probably needs a stoppage here. Romero, yeah. You kind of feel that Romero probably needs a stoppage. Um, now, he's um, he lands a heavy overhand right away. But Adesanya is just destroying his leg. Really just going for the leg. Just taking apart. Romero has a... uh, You know, he has a weird kind of moment where he lands a couple of good shots on Adesanya. He brings the pressure, but then he just kind of drops off. You know... Um, like, Romero just isn't doing enough this round. Like, you wouldn't think, you like, the way Romero's fighting this round, you'd think that he's won all the rounds, right? He's not showing too much urgency. He's not, like, coming at it that this is make or break, because... You think this is probably Romero's last title chance. But he doesn't seem to be fighting like that. Which is a little bizarre. A little bizarre. Um, But then Adesanya isn't... He's not closing the show. You know what I mean? Not closing the show. Romero lands a good left just before the buzzer. And then when it ends, he gets into Adesanya's face and just roars. Which is, like, I get it. But if he had been, like, really going for it, it would seem more powerful. But the way he fought in that last round, it just seems a bit like, what, so you have more energy? Why didn't you use that, man? Like, what's happening? Huh? What? Yeah. Very odd. Um, so the judges give it to Adesanya. And yeah, no like no one. Like the crowd have been booing all the way through. Like when Rogan interviews Adesanya, he just looks like what the fuck did I just do? Like, what just, what was that? What the fuck was that? And so Adesanya is just, he's losing his cool. You know what I mean? He's talking shit about Romero. He's talking shit about Paolo Costa. He's talking shit about the crowd. It's just a very fucking weird situation. I mean, just a weird situation. Romero thinks he won, but it's a bit like, why didn't you empty the tank? 
why didn't you go for it? Like, I, so, I think the, there's a couple of problems with this, right? So, firstly, the women's fight was so bananas, so off the chain, that this just pales in comparison, right? So, you had that. I mean, secondly, like, both these guys are counterfighters, but no one seemed to have a plan on what to do to kind of, if the other one doesn't move forward, you know, like, no one seemed to have a plan for that, and the other problem is, like, Adesanya was saying that he's going to be the first person to knock Romero out. He's going to retire Romero. You know what I mean? He's going to shut him down. He's going to destroy him. But we didn't see that. And it's not like we saw an attempt to do that. So the difference would be if, if you went out with the intention of destroying him. You know, you went out with the fire, the vigor, the passion to finish this guy. You want to retire this guy. If you came like that, then all good. You know, okay, you didn't finish him, but we saw you try. But we just didn't see that. Didn't see that. Then we've got Romero, like, moaning, saying he should have won and blah, blah, blah. But... Where was your effort, man? Where was your effort? This is probably your last title fight. What did you do? So it's just a weird situation. But, yeah. Like, listen, I get it. Because, yeah, as I said, look, they're both counterfighters. Izzy doesn't want to rush in, get clocked, and lose the belt. Yo, because that happened in glory, right? He, in his title fight, he's winning the fight. He, he, he kind of gets overconfident, gets knocked out. So, look, you, you can see from his point of view, he, he's fucked up that way before. He's now got to the top of the hill in the UFC in super fast time, done everything he said. But you don't want to lose that. So I get why he fought the way he did. I understand it. From that point of view. Yeah, of course. I get it. I understand it. But it does leave a bad taste. It wasn't a great fight. You know what I mean? Wasn't a great fight. What are you going to (sighs) do? But yeah. But this card, you know, even with that fight, and that was so odd, we had some crazy fights. We had some crazy fucking fights, man. You know? Like, it started off with, um... Started off with Bat Garul. You know, he finished his fight with, um, you know, a, a TKO. Then you had um, Gerard Marchot getting the rear naked choke over Derrod Wynn. That was a good fight. 
Rodolfo Vieira had a great fight against um, Saperberg Safarov. Oh, that was a great fight. Sean O'Malley comes back after two years out and just murks Quintonus. You know what I mean? That was insane. Oh, great fights. Neil Magny. He just put on an incredible show. But now Dayush with that come from behind knockout of Jackar close. And then you mean Zhang Wei Li against Joanna Jonjacek with one of the best fights ever. So yeah, even though the main fight was a little bit of a stinker. We had a great fucking card, for sure. So, yeah. Uh, There's that. There's definitely that, people. You know? Okay, people. So, there is a lot happening. Um, Next weekend, we have a US... UFC on ESPN plus 28, Levy Oliveira, that's coming from Brazil, and, um, yo, that's a good card, man, so, you know what I mean, the main event, Kevin Lee against, um, Charles Oliveira, co-main event, Damian Meyer against Gilbert Burns, you know what I mean, we got Renato Morocano making his lightweight debut against Damir Hazarik. Johnny Walker is fighting Nikita Kolov. Oh man. Francisco Trinaldo is fighting John Medesi. Juicier Formiga is fighting the baby assassin Brandon Moreno. Amanda Rebus, Aranda Marcos. Woo! Man, we have got some uh, fights on this card. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yo, because of the coronavirus, it's going to happen with no audience. It's behind closed doors. And, um,. And other people are doing the same, man. So Bellator was meant to happen tonight, and that was postponed. Um, but god damn it, I have to say this has been a crazy day when it comes for sport. Like you know, so the NBA that's done. The NCA, is it NCCA or is it NCAA? I don't know. The college basketball, that's all happening behind closed doors. Um, The Masters has been postponed. Like the London Marathon, which is meant to happen in April next month, that's been postponed until October. The um the Premier League football and all just all elite level British football has been suspended until the beginning of April, where they're gonna assess the situation. Your know, Champions League and Europa League football games they've been postponed. 
like test cricket that's postponed you know the grand prix that's been you mean that's off formula e that's been suspended for a couple of months everything is just crazy man you know what I mean but you know what I, mean? I guess it makes sense six nations that's cancelled um so yeah <laughs> everything's got hair but other shit is happening man so um Shane Burgos has just you know he he fought out his contract but he has just re-upped so he signed an Exclusive contract again with the UFC. Um, yeah, so you know, what I mean, that's at the um featherweight division. Uh, and you know, there's some a few kind of dropouts. Cody Garbrandt, who was meant to fight on the 28th of March, um, in Ohio. He's had to pull out of that fight, which was against Rafael Sansal. He's, uh, I believe he's got kidney issues. So, um, yeah, I'm not quite sure, you know, how long he's going to be out for, but hopefully it won't be too long. You know what I mean? Um, but also, Ohio have put a ban on sporting events. So, um, yeah, the UFC Fight Night, which was headlined by um, Ungano and Rosenstrike, that's now going to take place at the UFC Apex Center. Uh, so, yeah, that's there. Um... Other big news. So, um, Edson Barboza is in talks about dropping down to, um, yeah, featherweight division to fight Josh Emmett at UFC Oklahoma City on the 2nd of May. That's pretty big. Um, Alexa Grasso. She's moving up to um, the flyweight division. Yes, the 125 division. And she's fighting Ju Yin Kim. Uh, So that's at UFC Austin on the 27th of June. And, um, yo, this. Oh, man. This is a big one. So, uh... Robert Whittaker is fighting Darren Hill. They are going to headline UFC Dublin on the 15th of August. Oh, that is going to be a fun fight. And it's funny, that was a fight that was talked about for ages. So, um, yeah, that's happening. And, um, yo, PFL have gone on a bit of a signing spree. So they have just signed Johnny Case, Bubba Jenkins. Um, they've got Mohammed Usman, Kamaro's uh, younger brother. Also, they've signed um, Marcin Held. 
and Caesar Ferreira, as well as Tom Lawler. So uh, yeah, PFL season three. They that roster is getting deep. All right, people, that is it for this week. Um, yeah, next week we will be back normal time. You know what I mean? Apologies for delay, the lateness of all of this shit. But yeah, we'll be back next Wednesday. All right. Enjoy the fights at the weekend. Peace.